May the quickening and awakening of consciousness begin with you and your own personal evolution in higher consciousness. Thanks again for listening to Cosmic Love. Howdy, howdy. This is the Cosmic Cowboy with Cosmic Love for September 11, 2021. And today on the 20th anniversary of the of the 9-11 inside job, I'll be summing up the American crisis with two recent compendiums linked in the show notes. Then I'll be interviewing longtime friend and prepper expert Dennis Korn of PrepareDirect.com, who has a special offer for show listeners who want to prepare for what's coming. We'll be discussing that and much more. Uh, so if you want to keep up with the lowdown and wise up for the takedown of the big lie with the whole truth that is censored by the lamestream media, stay tuned. <laughs> but first, a cosmic weather report. Some of us are sensitive to barometric shifts in the weather, like before a storm blows in, and others are sensitive to psychometric shifts in the quantum weather uh, of the cosmic astrological energy field. And right now, the good news is that we have a lot of geom- geometric aspects going on in the heavens, amazing geometric aspects. On this day of 9-11, just happens to be the the day that um, my Cosmic Love show uh, falls on. So I thought I would reference some of the very unique factors that hopefully will uh, be represented in what we talk about today with the, with the geometry of divinity or geometric ordered divinity, hopefully to inspire some cosmic love uh, on the subject matter of what's going on in the world and what's coming and how we can prepare. So today what's going on, you know, the sun is um, in Virgo. I mean, uh, yeah, it's in Virgo. It's an earth sign. It's opposition uh, Neptune in Pisces. Very unique astrology. I could spend a whole uh show uh, unpacking what's going on with the astrology with the geometric aspects in the heavens right now but uh i'm just going to reference some of it and some of those some of you who are into astrology will will be kind of amazed uh, about the the mystic rectangle that's going on uh with uh mars uh opposition uh that's mars opposition neptune actually and the moon in uh, uh scorpio it's opposition uh, Uranus. Anyway, that forms what's called a mystic rectangle. What, what else is going on? Well, there's a kite pattern, which is a, um, and this has got a Mars focus. So Mars is kind of aspected pretty strong throughout uh, some of the geometric uh, geometric aspects in the heavens right now. And I'm I'm referencing this for kind of a cosmic perspective because, uh, as I've talked about in previous shows, we're coming into the Aquarian age just sometimes referred to as the quantum age and the energy fields within fields. There's a method to the madness. There's the order of the universe. And as above, so below, the kingdom of heaven is within us. And there is a geometry to all this. So uh, there's this amazing uh, combination of what's called a kite pattern that's got a grand trine in it, an earth trine with Pluto, uh, Mars, and Uranus. And focus that again is Mars, and there's a kite pattern with uh, the re- reaction from Mars being in, in, in Neptune. I know some of this is obtuse, and I'm not going to go into it any detail, but I just want to reference that there's two different kite patterns going on with a grand with a grand Earth trine in it, and uh, there's a yacht, a finger of God, sometimes called the fickle finger of fate, with Mercury the focus in Libra. That's going on. There's the, the the core of a lot of this is like I say a very earthy grounding of some far out stuff with Pluto trying the Sun which is also trying Uranus and a grand Earth trine and uh, again these are not real common patterns. There's a talent triangle with the Moon uh, being sextile Uranus and both of them uh, uh, Moon trying uh, I'm sorry Moon trying Neptune and both of them sextile Pluto and I'm and a talent triangle that's got Mars, a trine Pluto, and both of them sextile the moon. So astrology in general, worldly astrology, you hear about the sun sign, the moon sign, what's going on with the sun and the moon. Very rarely do you hear about these patterns. I'm referencing them today, taking it from the top, 
for some people who are want to have a little bit of an insight on the cosmic love coming through um, basically these cos- these cosmic energies with the planets and the different signs, and that there is a method to the madness, you might say, an order to the universe that affects our consciousness being world. So without further ado, I'm going to bring on Dennis. Dennis, are you there? I'm here, listening to all the uh, interesting <laughs> uh, things you just had to say. <laughs> Don't understand them, but uh, those who know how, uh, does understand them, and that's that's another story. Well, my my intention is right off the bat to baffle everyone with a little bit of brilliance, so that they're yeah, open to not? what you have to say. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, Dennis, you and I go way back. What was it? Forty-five years ago or so, we had we both had health food stores. Yeah. And we began we began working with Whole Foods, and uh, you had a journey uh, with. Uh, and that's not the Whole Foods uh, company. That was Whole Foods, meaning that was uh, Whole Foods. that was Whole, Whole Foods. Um, and I had a natural food store. You know, you had a health right. food store, a natural food store. Right. Right. And. Uh, and we and we both of us got into providing food reserves, you know, for for people. You've you've been doing that full time pretty much with your business, Prepare Direct, and you provide all kinds of supplies for preppers. You know, uh, I mean, you've got what have you got? Hundreds of products on your website, PrepareDirect.com. Yeah, there are a lot of there's a lot of food. I'm very food oriented uh, because yeah. that's what I've done, like yourself, for so many years. But there are some other things. I'm maybe even kind of updating some new new products, pure water purifiers, radios, that sort of thing. The essential preparedness items, and uh, so that's that's what I have there also. Yeah, and and we're talk we've been talking about. Uh, I called you back up, you know, to touch base again. Over the years, we've we've provided different um, food packages, um, and of course, what we both seen over the last uh, two years is that the whole supply chain has been all disrupted. I mean, from ships stacked up for weeks, you know, off the coast of the Los Angeles port, you know, and the container ships to, to, um, just, uh, whenever supplies show up, you know, like maybe a few containers full of, of, uh, blueberries or raspberries or whatever, it's like within days or it's not, you know, Weeks or days, even um, they just disappear. They're they're being bought up, and and um, people are preparing on a very large scale. Different individuals, organizations, groups, and it's very the the market right now is very uh, unstable. You might say, or it's not it's not steady uh, as far as providing the opportunity for canned foods. And we're seeing almost no canned foods. Um, you know, uh, suppliers. Uh, I mean, there are exceptions to the rule. So there's lowest common denominator, uh, basically animal feed that you can buy in buckets. Um, but there's, but as far as the um, high grade stuff, organic stuff, or non gluten stuff, or with or without meat options, um, most of it's going into packaged foods. Um, I'm, I'm seeing, and we talked about this, that uh, you're, you're. You know, you're, you've got a finger on the pulse. You're working with these different suppliers, and you've been able to put together um, uh, different options for people on your website. And we've done this before, and you, for our listeners, you're, you're providing um, uh, some options uh, that we can, you know, provide a special offer, uh, you know, for, for listeners. And I, I thought maybe today on 9-11, while there's kind of a, Oh well, it's it's revisiting uh, over the last twenty years. I you know from nine eleven to COVID nineteen, <laughs> you know we we've, we've seen um, uh, a progression of concerns uh, that for many people, uh, and of course I'm an Eagle Scout. I'm looking at you know be prepared is kind of my my motto and. Um, you know how how to prepare? What you know? I don't visit this subject very often because I'd, I'd rather sell on hope and faith and and uh, you know the charity of cosmic love and action you know, rather than uh, sell on fear. Uh, there's been times in the past when you know the preparedness part of myself comes to the fore, and I, I think this is a good time. There's a synchronicity, you know, on the the show being on 9/11 today, where we can cuss and discuss uh, what's going on with 
the world right now, a lot of people think it's going to hell. I think it's this is the darkness before the dawn, that it's turning, and this is the great initiation of collective consciousness uh, worldwide going from uh, faithless fear uh, to fearless faith, you know, and that, that, that the real virus that we're seeing is, is fear, and that the real cure... The real cure is faith, you know, uh, faith, you know, love in action, Holy Spirit, um, you know, the great awakening some people are referring to, and that that we're on the cusp of this Aquarian age of, of enlightenment and cosmic universal love, and that in the meantime, uh, it's a good idea to be prepared so you don't have to prepare. You know, if it ever comes to the point where everyone would, would need to prepare with an imminent crisis, no one would be able to prepare because the, whatever on the store shelves would disappear overnight, um, you know, in, a, in a different scenarios. And I've discussed this over the years uh, with uh, people that I've interviewed uh, that are experts on the subject of, of everything from Planet X to uh, um, solar corona ejectors that could knock out, you know, the, um, uh, the electronic grids of the planet to basically throw us back into a dark age. If all the computer chips blow out, or we won't be able to drive our cars or whatever, you know. So, God forbid that that happen. My my philosophy is, and I know you're a, you've been a philosophy professor uh, or an associate professor at least, and you you're a very philosophical guy, and I love your perspective on this. And and we'll get into this more today. I I, I like the idea of looking at this philosophically. Uh, you know that. What can happen? Um, what portents are, are are on you know on the future and how they can be mitigated? With um, uh, and this has been my mission, as I understand it, you know, to to basically raise the standard of of cosmic love in action, and and basically this great awakening uh, to the extent that enough people, enough good people, wake up, you know, soon enough. Um, and spread the word so that there's a global mass awakening. It can mitigate whatever portents are coming that the future is not etched in stone, whether it be a Planet X flyby, you know, or, you know the pole shift portents. It could, you know, there's Planet X has flown by every 3,600 years historically that it hasn't been too bad at times. And back at the time of Atlantis, it was a full-blown pole shift. And God forbid that it's going to be anything serious now, but again, it's not foreordained or etched in stone and being philosophically correct. And I'm going to be asking for your perspective more on this, and we're going to go into it more during the show. Right. But I just thought I'd set the tone with um, taking it from um, the perspective of worst-case scenarios, best-case scenarios, and somewhere in between, you know, the family of mankind um, will uh, manifest our, our destiny. So, have I overwhelmed you yet? <laughs> no, it's uh, it's fine. I, I'm glad you did that as an introduction. There will be one thing I totally want to agree with you on, is that, and I just tell everybody I talk to, because I talk to people all over the country daily. Yeah. Uh, I've been doing this for so long, and, I, and I've just got a lot of folks I deal with, both uh, individuals and small business and so forth. But what I want to definitely agree with you on is that fear is not what's happening. Uh, faith rather than fear. And we, I, I, I tell people all the time, don't, don't react out of fear. You know, use your critical thinking skills and evaluate and then make your decisions uh, from a standpoint of uh, you know, just the, the facts and not the reacting from fear. So fear is not what's happening. The the other thing I want to say, and I uh, totally agree with you, uh, yeah, I never have uh, sold fear. I just don't do it. I think biblically, there is all kinds of references to being prepared. Because things happen. Yeah. That's the way life is. And, uh, and so there's nothing uh, strange about being prepared for all kinds of uh, potential issues, whether it be you know, acts of God, whether they be financial issues. Uh, just health issues. There would be all kinds of things that may happen that you need to be prepared for. And uh, so there's nothing wrong with doing that, uh, regardless of what somebody thinks the scenarios are that's happening. Yeah, it's, it's pretty intense right now. There's no doubt about it. 
this yeah. is uh, as significant a time as I've seen. And I see I started doing this in 1975. Uh, that's how far back I go, and I've kept my eyes open on it. And yeah, it's probably it's e- even more bizarre than Y2K was. Oh yeah, and that was that was plenty bizarre right there. Yeah, nine eleven. Since it's interesting, this is your show. Uh, that was a kind of a turning point in the preparedness food industry, and a lot of uh, a lot of good people uh, came out of it. But there's been a lot of shysters in it, and I just I'll just say it because that's the way it is. So I I do promote discernment, and when people make decisions. They really do need to uh, evaluate what they're buying, and uh, because unfortunately, out of the preparedness industry since 9/11, there has been some unscrupulous uh, companies out there. But actually, there's still good ones. Yeah, and so just, just, and, uh, um, just, just what you said, just kind of a reaction to that. And you, you from the beginning have been into uh, the idea of uh, as much of, of the chemically free, organic. Um, quality stuff as possible um, that, again, sources sources being available as they are, um, it's almost like you have to configure on the fly you know, with um, the changing supply uh, situation. And, of course, I've had you look at that uh, over the last, um, you know, this, this last week we talked about looking at what's available now in terms of you know, high-grade organic uh, uh, foods, um, not and, and choices, different choices, um, uh, non non-gluten, with or without meat, different options, different choices, different packages um, that are available. And I've this has been, of course, my intention. But li- like I, like I, I I've, I've said uh, over the years. I've seen uh, the same thing you have uh, with different um, different websites that will uh, are providing the stuff that I mean, if you read their material, you think it's the highest quality stuff on the planet. But if you read the fine print, you know that it's 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 when I say lowest common denominator, it's it's pretty much cheap animal feed. <laughs> Well, exactly, and and what I have said uh, to you and to everybody I talked to, after about 9-11, once again, that's interesting that we should be doing it today, uh, what basically happened is that many companies came into the marketplace. They they were marketing companies. They were not marketing companies. companies. And that's what you write. When you look at their website, you think it's the greatest stuff that ever was and fancy photographs and all of that sort of thing. But you get right down to it. And you read the ingredient declaration, and oh my goodness, this is not food that most people would want to eat. There are some no. exceptions. I'm not saying every yeah. single company's that way. But so many of them, unfortunately, especially those that have a lot of marketing money and they have bought off the many of the talk show hosts and they have a lot of money for advertising on television and who knows where else they're advertising. And those companies seem to be the ones that, uh, as I say, all I can tell people is read the ingredients. Uh, yes, yeah. and from the beginning, I've always, even the whole preparedness marketplace, my whole thing has been no artificial ingredients. That's it. This, you know, simple. No artificial flavor enhancers, no artificial colors, no artificial uh, preservatives. Uh, it, it's, you know, that's what I try to, uh, not try, that's yeah. what I uh, provide and uh, and yes, uh, as you say, the the choices are are not as prevalent as they were years ago. Uh, yes, the canned kind of packaged product lines are really uh, very difficult to come by, especially the canned products. Uh, yeah. There's only so many people doing canning, and there's even less people that are doing canning with uh, all natural ingredients or at least no preservatives, that sort of thing. And yeah. most of those folks are pretty well tied up, uh, and long lead times don't know for sure what the, uh, yeah. the kind of the inventory is. I I'm a drop shipper myself, and so I want the foods to be shipped out directly from processors or canners or what have you, and and so I you know I want it as fresh as possible. So I do not inventory. So I keep 
in touch with all of these processors. And, uh, and of course, what we're going to talk about and, and what we, we have talked about is, you know, assortments that are, in fact, packaged uh, pretty much in pouches, pouches into a, to these plastic buckets, as opposed to cans, because it's just, uh, I cannot put a full assortment of canned products together at this point because there is so little available. And yeah. the word I use, use uncertainty in terms of the freeze-dried market and that sort of thing is volatility. It's very, very volatile. And all the years I started selling and using freeze-dried products when freeze-drying began back in basically the late 70s, when they were yeah. finally available, some people were doing freeze-drying and, and making it available commercially and so forth. So I go way, way back, and yeah. I've never seen it anything like this. <laughs> it's, no, and, and as a matter of fact, that, that, that was what we, what we were discussing, you know, how, you know, we, we, were, we were both involved back during Y2K, and that was a huge, that was just a huge yeah, uh, thing about, you know, and I, I remember there's like almost a media war going on, you know, covering up uh, you know, two different power plants that blew up in California. They kept that out of the media. Um, of course, the portents were that all these all the computers were going to um, default or have problems, and it was going to cause massive, massive uh, problems. And, um, of course, it didn't manifest, and the problems that did manifest, you know, the media narrative was that this, is all, this was all a hoax. Uh, Y2K was a hoax, and they covered up, you know, some of the more severe problems. And, but in the meantime, there was a massive amount uh, of, um, uh, of people ordering the two, two, two people for two-year packages, four people for four-year packages. And, of course, um, back at that time, um, that was before pretty much um, the, the GMO f- uh, foods were on the market. And so a lot of that stuff was more than natural foods. And some of the people that bought back then, I mean, you could, for $4,000, you could buy, you know, a canned package for, you know, four people for uh, uh, for four years that for $4,000. That was a lot of good food. Uh, now that same package would cost ten thousand dollars and it'd be hard to find you know chemical free uh, organic food um, uh, in, a, in a package like that so as we were visiting this the other day and talking about this you know what's available in the marketplace and how the market is so uh, chaotic in a sense the supply chain and what's available and how you just have to kind of configure on the fly and what's a you know what different distributors you know have and and to put together a package and of course, you've done that. You know, we, you, you've got a package that we kind of did like we did before. You'll be able to drop ship this package for two people for two years or, or more. And with that, you know, I'm providing you know cases of the uh, Swedish pollen extract, which is you know a case is usually about three hundred and sixty dollars. Um, so that no matter what you're eating, or even if you run out of food. You've at least got a full spectrum whole food concentrate and this nutraceutical grade royal jelly that is being used in drip IVs for immunotherapy all over the planet now. Um, but you know, I keep a low profile with it nutritionally. You know, in the powder that you can just a quarter of a teaspoon once or twice a day. In a survival situation, you might go to three times a day. But the idea is that it's it's an adaptogen and helps the body adapt to stress. And is the richest source of RNA, DNA, genetic material for uh, genetic repair, and basically feeding the immune system, the endocrine system. That you know, and um, and you, you can dissolve it under the tongue, and it'll provide neurotransmitter precursors for the brain. So that basically you're mentally and physically healthy with a supplement that we tossed in for free as part of the package. And this is what we did. I think back in Y2K we did that. Yeah. So I thought exactly. it'd be good to revisit that and see what we could come up with, and offer that. Um, and I don't think I've done sold food reserves since then, Dennis. Tell you the truth. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I've it, a lot of changed since Y two K. You say back in the Y two K days, it was can systems. Uh, they're out there. Some companies may have them, but they, uh, they once again they're they're hard to come by and. Uh, the big the thing for me has always been in these, uh, these systems has been the blends. 
You know, sometimes yeah. you can go out there and you can find individual whatever, grains, beans, vegetables. But when it comes to blending dessert, there's breakfasts, lunches, entrees, soups, casseroles, whatever, uh, that's where most of these companies fall down uh, terribly. Yeah. And uh, it's really too bad. Uh, what, we, what we talked about, of course, back, back in the Y2K days, there was canning. That seemed to be the, the way to do it. What has been the recent uh, change in things has been uh, pouches, uh, larger quantity pouches, you know, maybe eight, ten serving pouches, and, and people will drop these pouches. These are these foil laminated, currently referred to as mylar pouches. And uh, I introduced the action absorber into the industry myself back about 30 years ago, and now really? it's a standard. Yeah, everybody in the industry uses... Uh, oxygen absorbers because that's you know oxidation is the issue with shelf life it keeps people it keeps you know products fresher longer and uh, that was always an issue back then is how do you get the residual oxygen low and now with the and the invention of the oxygen absorber little sachets little packets of basically an yeah. iron oxide uh it's wonderful it can, it can get it down really low so they're dropping these uh, pouches these oxygen absorber packets into the pouches, and then these pouches are getting dropped into basically plastic buckets. And uh, given at a decent temperature, room temperature below, uh, you can get a fairly long shelf life on these. And you've got to be careful on what some people are telling you. you. You see up to 25 years, 30 years. Well, it's, I don't know how many of us have ever eaten 25-year-old food. Uh, yeah, that's, that's depending on whether you're keeping it in a cool place or well, exactly. in a storage so, unit with the, with the, that gets really hot. Yeah, so it's uh, so now in in we've talked about. So the question is, as you said, what's available now? Uh, I mean, sure, I I deal a lot with uh, in the industrial packaging, freeze dried, and other ingredients. You know, for small businesses, some people that do their own. Packaging, they'll buy a box of peas, corn, beef, whatever it is. But most folks uh, would prefer. It just really depends on the individual. Something that's already put together, you know, blends. So if you want to make a dinner, you just add the pouch uh, to the uh, pot of water, and and off you go, or breakfast, or what have you. Uh, And so that's what you and I had. Talked about it's similar yeah, I, I to situations the, back in, in Y2K days. Uh, I think the, uh, the food combining part that you talked about is really important because um, you know the amino acid balance and doing that well. Of course, we talked about years ago, you know, diet for a small planet and how to do amino acid balancing and, and of course, uh, <clears throat> food combining so that you've got different plant sourced. Um, Proteins, you know, in a combination that that's that's greater than the sum of the parts, so to speak. Right. Yeah. Well, and that, and that yeah, exactly. That, you know, besides whatever these uh, <clears throat> these assortments are that are convenient, it sure wouldn't hurt for people to uh, get some sprouting seeds. There, there, you have some yes. food, enzymes, amino acids, all that sort of thing. Uh, and that's one thing I've learned after all these years when it comes to food reserves very individual requirements for each person. I mean, it, it's it's not really a one-size-fits-all. Uh, some people try to make it that way, but uh, if you consider the scenario that you're preparing for and what may be happening, how long are you going to be living? I mean, you talk about for a year, two years. I mean, that's <laughs> that's a whole lifestyle change. This is not just, oh, we have an emergency, oh, we have yeah. to hang out for a couple of months. Uh, we're talking lifestyle change, and therefore there's other factors to put into consideration. Oh, oh yeah. A lot, a lot of people, um, um, you know, have had their guts torn up with GMO foods, and they you know, they're on, they're, they're, they they need the non-gluten foods. They just can't handle that anymore. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's quite a few people with in that case, and... And uh, so a lot of a lot of people won't you know don't don't want meat as part of their package. Some people they want some freeze dried meat, uh, uh, tuna, fish, or or beef, or you know turkey, whatever, chicken. They they want. And of course, there's there's always the organic criteria. Some people want that. Some people. So, you're 
you've you've got a long long uh, history and ability um, uh, to customize for different people. You know that would call you, and <clears throat> I'm providing in the show notes your contact information at uh, preparedirect.com and your phone number, whereby people can uh, call you at PrepareDirect and um, discuss, you know, what you you could do for them. And again, that's maybe listeners of the show and then my Cosmic Love uh, list that I'll be sending the information with the show notes uh, out to that uh, maybe only, you know, a few, uh, a f- relative few people will be uh, interested or even able, you know, to order uh, a food reserve package with the idea that, um, you know, when you buy bulk like that, you're actually, uh, your cost of your individual food items, individual meals comes down compared to, of course, eating out now. So there is a, there is a point of, you know, bulk foods, you can uh, save money as well as basically, um, and, and eat it, you know, and, it's not the kind of thing you have to wait till there's a crisis. A lot of people rotate their foods from their food reserve packages, and of course, that's what we're supposed to do. So that's why you want to get food that that you would want to eat. You know, that's that's custom personalized to your own you know body type and 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 health needs. So yeah, I, I totally agree. And this is something I personally, when I sell product because uh, I've been doing this a long time, and I know there was a lot of companies, and I've talked to them. I've been to the trade shows for years and years, and many of these folks are philo- and even the individuals that we're talking to buying this, and I hate to say it, but it's just true. Uh, they buy this stuff and they'd say, "Boy, I hope I have, never have to see this product again." It's yeah. if they just <laughs> hide it and hope they never have to eat it because it's not something they would normally eat anyway. But I, that was never my philosophy. You know, I came out of a, uh, I was a manufacturer of, of all-natural backpacking camping foods. And uh-huh. most, we, when I developed all those products, it was, you know, Alpine Air Foods. And they're still out there. So, of course, a different owner at this point. But uh, it was an all-natural, you know, no artificial ingredients. But those were products that were designed to be eaten. Obviously, if you're a backpacker, a camper, an expedition, yeah. or whatever, you're getting it. You need the uh, shelf uh, stability. You need the convenience, the lightweight, and all the nutritional value of freeze-dried and instant and all that sort of thing. But you're eating it. You're subsisting on it. Uh, it's it's not supposed to be something that uh, you, you are lacking in, in nutritional value. So that was always my philosophy. That's great. You eat it. It's good. And so that's the way I've done all of the uh, emergency products I have. Uh, you know, don't don't hide them and hope you never see them again. Uh, the good news, yeah, they have long shelf lives, and maybe you don't need it right now. But uh, there's all kinds of situations that come up. Uh, you may, you know, go camping, backpacking, or just oh, whoops, I forgot dinner. I'm out of food. You just grab a, a package of something and cook it or eat it because it's it's familiar. It's not filled with a bunch yeah. of artificial stuff, as you say. It's something you would not normally eat. So that's why, uh, you know, I put together, in matter of fact, we were talking, and I can go, I'll go a little bit more just on, on, on some of these foods and how to store them and whatever. But uh, when we talked and wanting to make uh, available to your, to your listeners and to your email lists these products again, because there's no doubt about it. I, you know what happened last year? Uh, the demand for preparedness products, uh, it was it was greater than Y2K. It was amazing. Uh, this was last was, year. Oh, yeah, last year. It started, well, you know, it started back in uh, March and April. Uh, I couldn't get canned anything. Everybody really? was sold out. And uh, some of the, the orders that I put in, and I think I might have mentioned this to you, uh, when I ordered them back in March and April, they weren't even fulfilled till the fall. They were so yeah. many months behind. Even Y2K wasn't that far behind. <laughs> but uh, this yeah, last year was amazing. So what's happening, it kind of started building up again a little bit uh, better, you know, around Christmas time, beginning of this year. wasn't too bad. It is getting uh, tight again. Uh, well, lead time I was going for... no, to say that um, it's almost like, I, I have the sense um, that we're kind of in the 
and that's one of the reasons I wanted to have you on the show today, is that we're kind of in the calm before the storm. When, and when I say that, I mean that there, there's a lot of uh, buzz on the Internet about uh, an imminent false flag. Right, and, right. of course, that happens periodically anyway. But when I get a lot of that and I'm thinking, oh, geez, well, what can I do to help readers out, you know, if there's something does happen? And, of course, you know, uh, when when it came up that the show today was going to be on 9-11, I, I immediately thought of you. And I thought this this would be perfect to get Dennis on today because every time we've come together, you know, it's been when there was either the post-crisis or pre-crisis or, or you know, discussing, you know, what people can do, you know, practical, um, you know, be you know, hope and pray for the best, but, you know, prepare for the worst and, and prepare now so you don't have to prepare, you know, when nobody can. In other words, if there is a situation like you had last year where there was more signs that we got imminent economic collapse, crisis, not to mention Planet X flyby, which I don't see happening for maybe three to five years from my sources, but... Uh, and that's a whole other subject. I, you know, that I've had people on the show that were experts on just that subject. And uh, to tell you the truth, it's just that's too abstract. Most people's uh, thresholds of tolerance for for uh, uh, fear, fearsome, fearsome stuff like that is, is very low. You know, they just can't hear it because well, most people are overwhelmed right now. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're bringing up. I'm just using that as an example, and you kind of move that into the whole preparedness and what's happening. The key word. Is uncertainty. uncertainty uh, I think we're, yep. we're at a point uh, where the uncertainty, even Y2K, yeah, there was some uncertainty there, but not like it is now. There was you know, no. just one factor computers no. going down uh, and, yeah. you know, its impact. Uh, but now there is so much uncertainty. There are so many factors uh, yeah. coming to play at the same time. Uh, that the uncertainty is, and I think people just can't function in uncertain, let alone business. You know this in business, yeah. uh, uncertainty is not your friend. Uh, yeah. It just doesn't work. And yeah. so this is something that, that people have to keep in mind, is that, uh, yes, and that's causing, and, and interesting you should say about the storm, the calm before the storm, uh, Trump back oh goodness I don't know it was quite a while ago I it was well over a year ago maybe oh I remember half, that two years yeah all these uh, military people there and he said something about the storm and somebody yeah. asked him uh, some reporter something what storm he says you'll see <laughs> you'll see Just you'll see it at that and that was from a kind of a political perspective or who knows what else he knew or still knows. Uh, but yes, and I've seen this in a lot of posts and some of the alternative people I, I, I listen to, this idea of the perfect storm, a storm that is coming. And yeah. uh, and so, yeah, I, I, I do feel that we are a bit of a calm before the storm. And uh, and that's why you know, it's interesting when you get together here and they say, my, my whole issue is not fear. It's just here. Here's the facts, folks. If you feel motivated, wonderful. If you don't, that's fine too. Uh, but uh, so we got together. So here's what's available. There's a lot of people wondering, well, what, what in the cans are yeah. just not happening at this point. Uh, that's just yeah. the reality of it. I can't get any uh, consistency on it or in, talk about uncertainty. Any, in, so I have a company that I have uh, been working with since they began now. And I can't remember how long many years it's been five years, six, seven, eight years, maybe 10 years. I, it's been a long time. And one of the better ones. They are their entire line is additive, artificial uh, additive free. They're one of the only companies that is that way, huh. and they do the pouches. The company is called Numana. Uh huh. And they what? And we you mentioned earlier about a, a diversity depending on uh, you know a, a person's needs and so forth. Uh, they have some very unique uh, assortments available. Uh, or they do have an organic uh, assortment. They have a an assortment of just ready to to eat foods, uh, uh, entrees and breakfast. And then they even have an assortment they call the Defender Pack that does have some individual uh, products in it, like for sprouting or for you know, extra protein or what have you. Yeah. They they have a, a number of different things. They have a, a gluten free assortment. 
And so I like that company uh, because they are very conscientious. In fact, the only company I know of that puts together a an assortment uh, for preparedness that's an organic assortment, too. So they have that available yeah. for people that want it. Um, anyway, they have these options out there. And so I think when, when you and I talked about it, that's probably at this point... Uh, the best deal, and, and and also they you know stored properly. They use the oxygen absorbers. They use the uh, foil pouches and so forth. Put them in a bucket, and yeah, I can depending on how temperature and so forth, they can last up to twenty five years uh, at least. Uh, it just so, really depends. So that's the company that uh, I think suits what you wanted to accomplish and what we wanted to offer your folks. And so here's the best way of doing that. You mentioned the yeah. groups. And, uh, you know, I, I'm a great believer in working directly with people. I've been doing it for so long. And yeah. I've gotten so many calls, and every, not everybody, so many people have different issues. You know, gluten-free, uh, my husband weighs 250 pounds, I weigh uh, 98, uh, my, my kids are just uh, 10 years old. And so the different needs. Uh, you're not going to yeah. eat the same thing. And so what I like to do is just kind of uh, adjust and have a, a special assortment uh, to fulfill the needs of people. And I think that's the best way, using these various products I just mentioned as a basis. They're all uh, you know, in these buckets. They're, they're about, it just depends, somewhere between two weeks and a month uh, per bucket and then we can just give some variety and, and so forth. But the best way to deal with that is to really have folks that are serious about, uh, you know, year supply or six months or two years to really get a hold of me directly. They let me yeah. know what their needs are. You know, I, I, we've had a lot of people I've talked to where uh, they'll call me up and say, well, my spouse can't eat gluten, but I don't care. Or I yeah. like meat, and my spouse is a vegetarian, and so yeah. that's where one size doesn't necessarily fit all, and that's why this particular brand, since their their units, their buckets are smaller, we you can kind of create uh, with different, you know, gluten-free bucket, a meat bucket, a, whatever organic, whatever people's needs are, and then uh, just go from there depending on the uh, length so, of time. Um, Basically, what we're what we're talking about, what you can offer, is that uh, people can uh, email you a you know, special offer at preparedirect.com, for example. Yeah, that um, would be the email. Special offer. That would be the email where they can get in touch with you. Um, of course, you know the the phone number. Um, if you if they have questions, they can you know, talk about the they can contact you through the special offer that we we discussed today. Where you can put together a package, you can drop ship it. It'll be with it'll, it, this includes the shipping. Oh yeah, exactly. Free shipping Inclu on what, what we offer, right? And there's um uh, that that includes the shipping, and that when you get approximately a package, you know at least um two people for two years, for example, you would get like a case of the the pollen extract, which is like worth about three hundred and sixty dollars at wholesale, not to mention retail. But right, you would get that. A case of the pollen extract, you know, to help keep the immune system strong. Then, of course, that can be used in the meantime, you know, um, uh, because we don't know. Uh, most people are under such extreme stress these days. To have a stress modulator, an adaptogen that you're taking that helps the body adapt to stress, it's got its own value. But uh, so people can contact with you, they contact you through that special offer at preparedirect.com. They can. Uh, um, I'll be providing the phone number in the show notes, um, and, and well, the direct email, I should say, and um, yeah. um, and then they can basically you know, uh, discuss with you if they're going to get a, a four-year uh, package for four people or something like that. They would get two cases of pollen extract, right. <laughs> and anyway, yeah. they can they can configure it. They can customize it with what's yeah, available. Exactly. And, and matter of fact, if people <laughs> were to go on the site now and say, I will work with folks <clears throat> to uh, you know, customize if they don't want it, they'll see some of these uh, new mana uh, buckets. Uh, <laughs> they go to three-packs, six-packs, all the way up to 36 
packs. And if you think about it, and that's just one item. Of course, we can mix and match and do whatever is necessary. But if people are having some idea of what the pricing might be, uh, I went on the site. There's uh, for all the new mana products. There's their list prices. In other words, if you go to them or where everybody else, that's what the list price is. Then there's our normal price, which is discounted. And then I put on there even another discount, which I call the sale price for people to uh, so they get some idea of what these these units would cost. That's what their yeah. price would be. Would be the sale price. It's a significant discount from uh, you know three layers down. There's a <clears throat> list price, our normal price, and then there's the sale price. Well, it's which, a special uh, offer can, price that you're providing. And what, that's about the 10, special 10% offer 10% price, off? right? And I put it on right on the site so people could uh, could see it. And so when we configure different assortments, uh, well, I'll take three of those, ten of those, twenty of these, whatever, they'll know what uh, their price is. And then, of course, as you said, free shipping and then your your offer. So that'll help people, and that's the company I think best suited for the situation it is now. And you know, some of these folks did say, "Oh, this is all great." And I'll also want a. Uh, a case of chicken or something, a 15 pot. Well, we can you know, f- put that in there too, but we can, I, I'm flexible. Uh, yeah. And that's, that's what I do. And that's why I enjoy talking to people directly because everybody has different needs, especially in the volumes that you're offering folks. Uh, yeah. I think if you're going to invest in a year's, two years supply worth of food, I think you should, and this is my opinion, a person should be able to ask questions and feel very confident that. Uh, they're getting what something they're getting that they can is, eat. Is really yeah mm-hmm. valuable. Exactly, they can eat at any time. They don't. Their kids are going to be fine. It's, they can have any artificial stuff in it, and I think that's the best deal right now uh, yeah. that's available. And, and, and I say I know all the coming. I know what's going on out there, and I think given what you wanted to accomplish and what we wanted to accomplish for your listeners, that's that's probably the best way to go. And I would get into more details uh, to individuals. They may have special situations, and they may have. I get so many questions: What's happening here? What's happening there? Uh, What is the industry going through? As you say, volatility is the uncertainty and volatility. And at this point, (laughs) hasn't the the prices are what they are? uh, They, I'm not sure. They're going up all the time. And uh, so that's just something yeah. to keep in mind. Just, it's <laughs> nothing new. You see that it's in your grocery store or something. It's just uh, what's yeah. happening. Yeah, I, and I'm 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 trying to keep my finger on the pulse. Um, and of course, where the listenership readership is, you know, my blog and my and my show. And you know, I try to tune into where people are at. And I, I realize that you know, most people most people are just you know they're living. Week to week or month to month, or you know, they're they're and, and, and everyone's kind of apprehensive. There's, I think, anxiety disorder has become the new normal. You know, <laughs> you know, yeah. and and because of that, you know, there's a a, a level of uh, of um, apprehension as for the future, and we don't know what's going to happen. And of course, there's a converging of all of this, and um, um, with with um, you know, it's almost like in the in the cosmic scheme of things. I like to look at the big picture, like we're looking at the hero's journey, you know, and where the hero goes on this journey and he goes in, you know, fights the dragons and slays, you know, the dark forces of evil, you know, and then finally he turns around and he makes the journey home. Well, we we're still, you know, slogging away at the uh, of the uh, of the dragons, you might say. Right. Uh, and there's all of these dragons. I mean, it's like there's all of these social, political, and economic chaos factors. And, of course, you can see there's a lot of willful um, uh, intent to create the, uh, you know, create a, it's the old dialectic, create a crisis, manage a crisis, um, and, you know, and, and create a new order, you know, and, of course, um, the new order is going to be the, the divine plan of the new order is the, is the golden age, the golden Aquarian age. You know, quantum healing technologies, quantum free energy technology. We're on the cusp of all that, and 
and and and that's coming. Then, of course, in the meantime, uh, all the forces that are deeply entrenched that are that have been profiting from the creation and management of of scarcity, uh, scarcity economics with uh, just energy, with health, with oil. I mean, just everything. You know that they 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 make they profit from uh, um, from disease. Uh, they they call it. Um, you know, uh, disaster capitalism, you know, war, you know, blow things up and then build them up and then blow them up some more. <laughs> you know, and it's like, it, this has become, this is the dragon that we're, it's being slain. People are waking up to this, to this problem. Well, and it, yeah, that's interesting. You should mention that as a kind of the, the metaphor for what's going on. Uh, as you well know, my background i uh, very much feel that there's a great deal see a great deal of truth in in biblical uh yeah. works well ephesians 6 is exactly what you're talking about we're in a spiritual warfare here yep i mean yep. it's uh, yep. you know whatever everybody has different philosophies or different perspectives as to what's good and evil but yeah and i i i'm no fool myself there's good and there's evil i'm sorry everybody i most people yeah. probably feel that way, and whatever. I mean, anyway, so we're in a spiritual warfare situation, and uh, and that's why also a lot of people just don't understand what's going on. It makes no sense from a human per point of view, from a you know, natural point of view. But uh, when you're dealing with spiritual warfare, we're dealing with the dragons and, and the issues that are very difficult to figure out. And uh, well, the, the, bat, the, the battle is not with flesh and blood. It's in the spiritual realm. So, well, that's true. And I and there's a, talk about yesterday, uh, I am very optimistic. We know who wins in the end. It's yep. just during this battle of uh, going down the road, uh, slaying dragons before we can turn around, uh, it's very uncertain, and it's uh, pretty uh, significant. Well, it's not fun, but guess what? That's the time we are here in our uh, evolution or, or our point in time. Well, cosmic, cosmic love wins in the end, and uh, sure Revelations is the, is the great awakening, and there's Armageddon in the process. And uh, <laughs> you know, Yeah, all you kinds know, of fun things are going to happen. And, well, I call them fun. I shouldn't make light to, of it. So, but, anyway, uh, I'm gonna, we're going to have to do a wrap here. Dennis, I want to thank you for coming on the show. I'm going to remind everyone you know, that um, they can... Uh, Go to the show notes and contact Dennis and get more information. Uh, tune into you know what they might. Yeah, need. you've got my phone number there in those notes. They can give me a call or email me. Yep. So thank you, Dennis, for coming on the show today. Everybody, keep the faith. See the good. Thank you. You bet. Yeah. And always uh, don't don't uh, look into the dark side. There's light, light, and, and that's. Yeah, more light and love, easier and faster. That's my yeah. motto, and I'm sticking to it. That's right. All right, well, thanks, thanks, okay. Dennis. Thanks a lot, Christopher. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Happy trails to you until we meet again. Bye for now. May the quickening and awakening of consciousness begin with you and your own personal evolution in higher consciousness. Thanks again for listening. The Cosmic Love.